Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. Uh, of course, of course. But that's one of the things that the, the WWE shows that kind of stuck with me, first of all. Because obviously it's the first things that hit you. And the first thing that they do before show even starts is they introduce the commentators. And the commentators walk down, they kind of wave to the side, wave, acknowledge people, or at least pretend they're acknowledging people. And that's the side that you don't know. If you only watch from TV, you wouldn't know that. You'd have no idea that happened. And I didn't know that happened. And it was kind of cool, actually. It's like, oh, look, there's Corey Graves. Oh, oh, I don't remember who it was on that first time they were there. But no, that's definitely an integral part of live wrestling. So I'm glad that that actually got included. And I'm glad that you got your little moment there as well. And yes, the boys and I will definitely be watching, if nothing else, the intro and the first match together, for sure. There is, um, obviously, there's like amazing matches throughout the whole card. I, I will touch them more on Good Cop, obviously, but... Um, yeah, um, how's your week been, buddy? Good, four day week, uh, four day week, three day weekend. They're they're always <laughs> they're always good. Uh, been very busy, but I'm not going to say too much. Mainly because um, I'm sure it'll be part of JGP uh, at some point in the future. Um, the only thing I am going to touch on, though, and um, mainly because I can link it back to something that you will understand. Um, we did not go to watch Coppin State this week, mainly because they were five and a half hours away. Um, I did look into it. I was like, oh. It's tempting. Um, Jackson unfortunately has a baseball game today, so it'd be like I would have to drive up five and a half hours on Thursday, watch the game, and then drive back five and a half hours Friday. I was like, that, that's a little bit too much. Um, they were playing the team that were actually top of the conference, and I wouldn't say Coppin's certainly not bottom of the conference, but they're certainly they got some relegation issues right now. They're kind of just kind of above that by a few places. Um, they're kind. I'm trying to think of a good analogy for who that team would be right now. Um, I don't want to say Everton because that's probably uh, Everton. I think could get dragged back into it anyway. Um, no, they actually, they actually managed to win. They actually, we were checking the results throughout the day, and um, they actually won five one. Um, the equivalent thing from yesterday, because I know that you did see the scores yesterday, it would have been if Southampton could have held on to that lead. <laughs> That's kind of what it would have felt like. My buddy, who's a big Southampton fan, um, I was excited for him to begin with because I saw 3-3. I was like, oh, he's going to love that result. And then when I looked at the goals in the 88th and 90th minute for Arsenal, I was like, oh, no, he's not going to enjoy that. The thing That's is, the thing cool. is, because I, I, obviously I was, I, I wasn't watching the game, I was, what was I doing? I was uh, playing a video game or something. I'm not sure, but I was I had me, with me scorecard flashing up, and it flashed up. Um, Southampton three one. I'm like, Southampton still aren't going to win this game. Yeah, you were right. And I was, and it was ticking on, and I thought I saw the um, Odegaard put it back a three two with two minutes to go. I was like, Southampton okay. still aren't winning this game. Uh. <laughs> and they did, I do think they didn't, but I, I will say. Arsenal are going to have a very hard job to win the league now. Oh, they they certainly are, yeah. Well, they are going to get a win against Man City, probably. It's in their hands, at least. It, it is, it is, but it's, it's not. It's winner take all, at the, at the end, that's all it is, winner take all. Not as easy as it was a week and a half ago. Um, I have no. not seen the highlights yet, because after I came home, I chose to, as tired as I was, I chose to watch uh, SmackDown. Um, I chose to watch the opening match of Impact because I heard that it was really good. And then um, 
I decided to watch the disc golf highlights rather than actually watching that game. But it's on yeah. my next thing on my YouTube uh, list to do. But um, yeah, I needed to do the important stuff first because I was like, if you talk about SmackDown, I need to. We don't normally get the opportunity to. We don't. It's normally like, hey, we know that a match today is going to be this. And then that's it. We don't talk about it. So I thought it was only fair that I made sure I watched it. Ed, Matt, what's your main good cop moment of the week? Well, my main good cop moment of the week, of course, has to be independent wrestling. Something Graham loved me talking about, of course. Um, and, of course, um, yeah, tight very briefly on CXW Let's Have It, which was in March. Uh, the, the whole show is up on YouTube now. You've watched the you whole already show. mentioned that. I, I, I'm just saying something very briefly because I then need to bleed into my main one, Bleed. which is... Repetition. I'm oh, sorry. Do you know what? The 233 episode, we've never done that before. <laughs> um, but um, so do go check that out, it's great. But Summer Smash It is on June 2nd, which feels like so long away, but in real realistically, it's like five weeks, six weeks away, in fact. Uh, and it's on a Friday, it's Friday in half term in the UK, which I'm not sure if that's a thing in uh, America, really. We don't have any half terms at all. Uh, for some reason, um, whoever decided to put the schedule today um, together figured it was a good idea to essentially only have break, uh, to have basically one and a half weeks at Christmas, to have a single week at Easter, have no breaks in between at all, and then suddenly give the kids 11 and a half weeks right in the middle. Or it's, it's less than that now. It's, it's probably like 10, 10 and a half weeks. And then the kids forget everything when they come back. So, no, we do not have an equivalent to half term, unfortunately. But you do have a lot more time in the summer. So, it's we, we, uh, well, you're saying that we have the same total time, but it's much better to split it up all in one go. I agree. The, the analogy for me would be okay, so Matt, you need um, two and a half thousand calories in a day. So, go ahead, eat two and a half cal thousand calories for breakfast, and then you don't need anything for the rest of the day. You got all your calories you need, right? So, that should work. Okay. Right. It's a terrible idea, though. It's much better, obviously, to split it up throughout the day, have three meals, and possibly have a snack in between as well. That that would be what's better for your body. And um, it's kind of the same with the education system. Whenever we get what's better for schools, people never want to hear, start school later, because we start ridiculously early, and do year-round school, which is what you do in the state, in, do in England. But hey, sorry, you went a little... B b deviation. You went a little off topic. Can I uh, and, and you went off topic there. Not me. You, devi you deviated from the point I would make. It's about half term, so. I, I really, oh, you have it there. Anyway, it's half term in the UK, which means the kids get a week off from school. So we're having, so it's being held on a Friday night at Table Academy, which is Braintree's home um, for um, CXW. Um, they've announced three matches so far, which all three of them are off the chain. And uh, we've, they've announced 24 wrestlers so far, total. Um, we know that for the first time ever at CXW, we've got a um oh I forget how you pronounce this. It was it was given the actual pronunciation was given to me by Dan Griffin, but I can't remember how you pronounce it. Basically, um it's the it's mustache versus back hair. Which is Victor which is uh, <laughs> we're gonna have a mustache versus back hair match. Uh, where um, we're going to have Victor Logan, who's the hairiest man in professional wrestling, uh, put his back here on the line um, against uh, Mr. Black, 
um, who's got this amazing handlebar moustache. It's phenomenal. Um, and in case anybody's wondering, at ringside, it will be waxed. I'm not sure if it's being waxed or if it's being uh, being sh- shaved. Um, but it will be done at ringside immediately after the match. So no, 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 no. Hope it's be done later on. Something we'll see it. We're going to see it live at ringside. So that'll be a new one for me. Um, they they announced the main event as well, which is going to be the new CXW World Champion Zach Zodiac defending the championship against the man who was screwed out of the opportunity at August Assassinations, Johnny Storm. And the first ever CXW world champion, Jackson Arrow, in a triple threat match. The first time the CXW championship has been decided will be decided in a three-way dance. That is going to be phenomenal. Um, those the last two unbelievable rivalry they've got going on. And then Finny throws Zedek in a match who said he's never gonna lose the championship. You know, how can how can how can that not get better already? Um, oh, I know. We'll throw this into the mix, shall we? Brett D- of all things, a triple threat death match for the CXW Extreme Championship. Danny Darko will defend the championship against Big Effing Joe. <laughs> I can't believe I've got a death match and like my second full commentary. Gig, and I just need to check because there have been a few um alterations to the card already. Unfortunately, so just give me one moment, I will tell you the exact. Um, it's um against a uh, Caden Michael Caden. Um, will be it's in the and they're all death match special t- specialists, and I cannot wait for that. There's gonna be blood, there's gonna be blood of CXW, and that's. Interesting for a family show. I was just about I was just about to say if I was missing a segment for Devil's Advocate, which sometimes happens, it sounds like you might have given me enough information. And having mentioned the fact, um, I'm sure Paris is far more responsible than the uh, organization we saw just um a shade before WrestleMania. And you already mentioned that I think last week as well. Death matches and uh, kid friendly shows don't always go together. Surprisingly. Not always. No. These three guys um, are part of the Deathmatch Outlaws group, mm-hmm. and they're all best friends. Uh-huh. And they're all three the best of enemies. <laughs> but yeah, not a bad, not a bad, um, not a bad for the first three matches being announced. Uh, we also know Lunatrix will be in attendance. The reigning women's champion, the Pitbulls, would also be in attendance as the reigning tag team champions. Um, I just can't wait. RKJ is going to be there as well. I mean, he's not trying for the championship this time. So who knows what the, what the path could be for the man who lost the championship. Now, I seem to remember on the last show, there was a raffle for announced to, to be um, a commentator alongside you. So is um, that nine-year-old kid going to be uh, commentating on the death match? Is that how that's working? I, no, it, they, they, it was announced it would be a tag team match. Ah, okay. Okay. Which, which, Will be for the UK people, I imagine. Um, which is, you know, if, which not that'll be fun. If, I mean, you've checked out some of the action from Let's Have It Graham already. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you get a chance to check out the Demon Death Squad versus Rebellion match? 
You're really putting me on the spot right there, aren't you? I don't remember. You know what my memory is like. Marine... I'll click on something and watch it. And it was, it was a, fen- it was a phenomenal tag team match, which lasts about twenty five minutes. Oh, in that case, then I don't think I did. I, I don't remember. I'm more of a numbers guy, you know that. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember watching twenty five minutes for the. Well, it was twenty five minutes from start from from entrance to exit, but that, but twenty five that, that twenty five minutes was unbelievable. Unbelievable! It may be the best indie tag match I've ever seen. That that's a bat a bar now to hit. Most bloodline matches are twenty five minutes, but if you're talking ring time, then it's clearly not that. It's true. It is. I I was literally as I was watching SmackDown last night. There was like twenty five minutes to go, and then, actually I think it was longer than that. I think it was thirty minutes, and then Solo came out, and I was like, well, I can skip this. So I skipped 10 minutes and I didn't miss a thing. That's true. You know they're going to throw in a commercial as well. Coming up next. And yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I know CXW wouldn't play play as much as that, but... Uh, no, CXW, CXW, sorry. sorry. No, it's... It, it, you were right first one, dude. I was right first one. Jeez, i got to stop. I'm not doing this at 6 o'clock anymore. This is terrible. Your choice, buddy. It was your choice. <laughs> Why don't you give me your good cop moment of the week? Okay. Um, you might even be able to tell me the year this comes from, but you're going to be very confused as to why this is going to be my good cop moment. Um, quotes. Uh, you know they say that all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Samoa Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one on one with another wrestler, you got a fifty fifty chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak and I'm not normal, so you got a twenty five percent at best. At- beat me then you add Kurt Angle to the mix and your chances of winning drastically go down see the three-way at sacrifice you've got a 33 and one-third chance of winning but I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle doesn't even know he can beat he can't beat me and he's not even going to try so Samoa Joe you take your 33 and one-third chance minus my 25 percent chance and you've got an eight and one-third chance of winning at sacrifice but then you take my 75 percent chance of winning if he was to go one-on-one and then add 66 and two-thirds percent and I got 140 41 and two-thirds chance of winning at sacrifice see joe the numbers don't lie and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice all right so um <laughs> matt's work doing his um any result any update on the math result yet just out of interest not not yet no 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 yeah. but don't worry i didn't do steiner math which is clearly what this is <laughs> uh do you know what year this is uh it's sac- a few years right now if it's sacrifice and if it's joe and if it's angle oh nine Okay, so we're talking nearly 15 years then at this point. I'm guessing Dan Griffin at me if I'm wrong. So of all the years I could have, all the episodes I could have chosen, it seems rather random that I would choose this one, right? So why is this moment of the week, not just because I was being lazy and I happened to watch that show this week? Um, A tweet from at Marie at It's Hot Change from April 17. Hey, this is a form asking people to report others for receiving gender-affirming care. It would really suck if people filled it out with bullshit and submitted it. Definitely do not do that. And the reason it's my good cop moment of the week is uh, Mayday submitted that to that form. So, um, yes, they're asking for incidences of uh, transgender... I guess they're trying to call out transgender people, um, which is absolutely ridiculous. Like, they've got people in the States, sometimes they've got nothing better to do than... uh, trying to 
make other people's lives miserable and that would be an example of that and i know there was one uh for schools as well where they were trying to call out teachers who were doing stuff that they classed as woke or whatever and uh the similar thing people started just sending oh, in bullshit. Bullshit. yeah the, they the were just sending in bullshit just to hopefully give them so much to look at that they uh can't actually do anything and to make a mockery of the whole system so um i thought i saw mayday had sent that one i was like good on you mayday um i did not send anything because i'm lazy but um that was my main good cop moment of the week yeah especially given that the steiners you know well well yeah, Rick. They've, not, they've, they've been they've been very anti-trans it, it, recently oh, um yeah. you know I, I i'm very proud to be part of the lgbtq uh movement I'm very 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 proud of that um and you know i never grabbed with a, with a with an ally of ours and you know he, his, I, I think I could speak for you, Graham, here by saying that you fully support their rights. Um, I'm going to read the quote at the top, and yeah, yes, absolutely. Um, it says, "Please on the form, it says, please provide a description of your transgender center concerns." It's like, oh my gosh, it's just so cringy. The whole thing. What's that? I mean, I mean, seriously, people just want to be. I mean, it's not affecting you, you know. Exactly. I mean, if people want to be, if I mean, I'm very lucky that I know what I am and listen to well, but but there are many people in in my circle of friends, people who are at my wedding, um, who are non-binary or are transitioning or this that number. Some people don't. There was also a couple people there who didn't quite understand it, and that's fine if you don't understand it. There is there is what. We're happy to, to educate. We're happy to listen. We're happy to tell you what what you know. Making mistakes happens. Okay, people do not get offended if you they didn't know that you that you identify a certain way or not. Doing it intentionally makes you a prick. I'm also coming if you, from if you don't understand it, but suddenly you're a voice of expert on that topic, then you're a dick as well. And that as well. That as well. If you um, if you don't know um, someone is non-binary, uh, for example, and you say he or she instead of they them by accident, that happens. You know that can be something that's very easy done. But myself, countless times, countless times, a, a Freudian slip is different from doing it on purpose. Absolutely. Okay, so yeah, I'm fully good. Got my grammar on your part for sure. There, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I also liked it because I knew it would throw you down a path where you're like, "What the hell is he doing?" I, I have no idea where this is going. Yeah. Whether I can, uh, if ever I can put that little, yeah, it'll get close to the not <laughs> Jack Daniels. <laughs> I read for Jack Daniels at eleven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you know, I like to throw some misdirection in there. A little bit. Anyway, yeah. figure it out and i know i always like i haven't done a moment from like ridiculously long ago in so long that i was like this is a perfect opportunity to do that as well all right what about speed check Fair i enough. didn't even set my clock up so i'm hoping it's something reasonable last Fair. time i did this it was like 10 minutes but i'm gonna be honest graham my moments are few and far between this oh week. okay all right. uh, i do want to highlight something from smackdown this past week though xavier woods and gunter Oh my word! What a fantastic match! Um, I personally enjoyed it. Granted, Xavier came up second best because he was always going to. 
But there's a story being built here for a reason. It looks like this could be the beginning of the end of a new day. Um, which I'm sure some people will be happy about. But the fact of the matter is, is that you know, the New Day's had its time sort of thing. Big E's coming back soon. Looks like we're going on a single run again. Xavier needs a push at a single sky. He does. And as we learned with Daniel Bryan when he lost to Sheamus in 26 seconds at WrestleMania 28, that was the beginning of his push to WrestleMania 30, it turned out. So maybe this is the the the, the Luton the Gunter, you know, an extremely um enjoyable showing um is the the, the type that the um magic touch paper getting lit for i'm struggling my words i apologize um yeah few and far between aside from that Graham, this week um yeah i'm gonna leave it there so i made a bad choice as soon as i heard the new day theme music come on i skipped like 15 20 minutes i was like you're not gonna talk about that i was like there's nothing next nothing relevant happening here it was it was it was xavier's best match as a single star uh, see, I just I, I forget that when I hear that music, it could be at singles. I, I assumed it was just going to be a tag team match, and I was like, I don't really need to see it. Trophy and Big E are still on the shelf. Xavier's been single since WrestleMania. Uh, okay, I could probably skip their matches most week. It, it's not that you know that I I have a much bigger respect for Xavier Woods than what I did initially. Well, that wasn't uh, hard. It wasn't hard, Graham. You hated the man. Uh, exactly, but it's also in terms of when I have to prioritize what I'm going to watch, and um, I knew I had to get to bed so I could get up early. It was like, all right, I can probably skip that one and not miss anything. But of course, you chose to pick them. The well, I, mean, I wasn't aware that you were going to watch um, <laughs> Xavier Woods' match. If, um, if I, I'd have known it was Gunther, perhaps I would have made a better effort. But hey, they did announce it last week on SmackDown, and they announced and it was on the highlights last week as well. So. Okay, all right. I yeah, like I'm gonna remember from a week ago. I often well, skip through that stuff as it well. It was also whatever Twitter was happening and Facebook, you know. Like I'm, I'm jumping thirty seconds at a time. I'm starting at minimum five minutes, and then I'm seeing what happens because you know that there's a lot of filler in there, and they show stuff that just happens. So it's possible I missed the announcement as well. But hey, um, I only have a couple of things as well, Matt. Um, I didn't write down the full details, but I did see the headline basically because I saw it in the morning just before I was leaving yesterday. Uh, WWE stars are getting money from Twitch. Um, I remember that was a big thing with um, with Paige when she was part of WWE. Like, hey, no, you can't do this stuff. You're not allowed to make money. For yourself um i'm not sure exact split but it looked like it was like a i'm not sure they're equal splits but there's obviously a, a piece for twitch there is a piece for wwe but there is a piece for the athletes themselves so i don't i wish i'd written down a source i'm hoping it looks like you might be googling it so you might be able to give some more details and um the tweet that i saw which i really like from the apron bump podcast um i don't care what you think real wrestling is lucha greco death matches Sticking cucumbers in your ass and running backwards at each other in a jousting competition? Just watch the shit or don't. Um, exactly. We um, obviously like, you can like whatever you like in terms of wrestling. And uh, the good cop moment is normally if I used to see a tweet like that, probably about six months or so ago, Matt, my initial thought would have been take that down immediately in case Vince sees it. But the fact now we got Hunter in control. I think it's good. Yes, you can like whatever you like. The last one might be a little bit extreme. Um, if I hadn't have had a devil's advocate, I think the last one might have been uh, defend that as your favorite choice of wrestling or that should be on the next show. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, they had, the, the WWE Twitch deal has been updated. Ah, uh, okay. And I don't think this... I think... Oh, this... I just heard your rally for a second. Yeah, the... 
If but I can hear it, then that means it made the show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the uh, the Great British Rally, which starts in the UK today, outside my front room, my front room, yeah. Um, right, so there was a new deal in place with Twitch and WWE. I don't believe Vince had anything to do with this. This could be that new endeavor. So, okay. yeah. so if that's the case, then Endeavor doing good work here because here is what here is the, here's the official news. Um, it's been confirmed. Um, WWE executive ah, executives negotiated for talent to get a larger cut than other creators on the platform, apparently. Okay, and also, um, there will be a uh. WWE, the, the the cut is like 50-50, half to Twitch, half to the wrestlers now. Oh, okay. Like either all creators. WWE get their cut from Twitch, not from the wrestlers side of things. Okay. So, um, and so, and, and as you mentioned, Graham, WWE still allows Twitch, the wrestlers just stream on Twitch, with almost no restrictions. I think there's certain things they've got to stick to, like don't break kayfabe, for example. Oh. Um, so Mandy Rose was to come back suddenly, she wouldn't be able to put like her no, content out on. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, you know, there's there's certain there's, there's almost no restrictions. I mean, no nudity. I imagine would be would be one of them. Obviously, you yeah. do get a lot of them on Twitch. To be fair, but you know, good luck to them. Is what I say. Good luck to them. Is what I say. Um, but for example, uh, like our good friend Ori, for example, she's a she's a Twitch um partner. If she was to uh, become a WWE superstar, for example, she'd be able to carry on doing so, and that's great because the amount of Twitchers who were on WWE's book at one point, you had AJ Styles, you had Adam Cole before he went to A. That part of way went to AW, of course. It does feel a little bit now that with this Endeavor deal, all of a sudden. Vince may like poke his head into the creative now and again, but most parts, Ripley just basically saying, Vince, I'll take an advisement, back off. And that's good. Yeah. Because he, he wasn't involved in Raw this week. It's, he wasn't involved in Raw this week again. Yeah, yeah. There's obviously a lot of downtime when you're wrestling as well. Like, obviously, you're going to be going to the gym regularly and you've got your matches at the weekend. But there are those times when you do have downtime. And if that's something that somebody enjoys doing and people need that creative outlet as well. And to, to take that away from people was was really brutal. So, uh, I mean, I know you're not the biggest game in the world, Graham. I know you're not the biggest game in the world, but you do respect the fact that it is a great way for getting stressed out of your system. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. I mean, the amount of time... But no, for other people, absolutely. I can see why it is. Yeah, I mean, some, I mean, after a stressful week at work, and I've had a few of those over the last 20 years, I can guarantee you, uh, there's nothing better sometimes than grabbing a fighter jet from an airfield and and going down a load of um, a load of tanks on a freeway in virtual reality, of course. I'm not talking about in real life. Um, there's nothing better than playing a bit of GTA sometimes, or maybe because you never know where it's going to lead you sometimes. I met Alex and Kerry thanks to GTA. And you know, it's amazing how one sort of one experience on a video game can hold a circle of friends sometimes. It happens. Yep. So gaming is good, and I'm glad WWE sees that. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I, I was kind of surprised, but shouldn't be surprised because obviously I think if Vince was still in charge, I don't think he would have done that. Um, no way. No way. 
And this is not really going to fit in anywhere now, so I am going to mention this. As soon as you mentioned Endeavor, um, I guess it's really a bad cop moment. And if you have this, I apologize. Um, oh, I... I did see that they're looking to uh, obviously cut back on the wage bill. We've talked about bloated roster multiple times, and you'd think if someone's taking over, then sure, absolutely. There is too many people in catering who they don't use. Get rid of some of those people. Um, I heard a number 50 million floated around. That's the number I saw, yeah. That's a big number. Like, if you're getting rid of a, a Brock or somebody like that, then that's a great start or something like that. I don't think they obviously are, because the He's a draw. with the UFC. Um, the one I was going to mention was, um, I think he was going to be part of the devil's advocate, but I, I forgot about it because I had a different one in the end. Uh, it was going to be all the people that they hire for security, that should be where they cut their bill. They had so many people there this week for Cody and Brock, and they were all totally ineffective. Now, normally when you get the security out, there's normally like three or four of them. I've seen it. There must have been, it seemed like there was like 20 to 25 of <laughs> them. It was absolutely ridiculous. It was very funny at the same time, of course. But yeah, I think if you're looking to streamline something, you should you should get uh, fewer security people, and you should make sure they're of a higher quality so they can deal with issues like that. But yeah, if you if you get 25 and they're not doing their job properly, that sounds like a good place to start. Yeah, um, I'm not. You, there is no way you could do that, of course, isn't there? And that's um, fire Vince. <laughs> I, I would start straight away with Shane Mack since he gets like a million for one match last year. That would be my starting point. But hey, yeah, get rid of get rid of every McMahon except Stephanie. No arguments with that. No arguments. Let's face it. When Stephanie was running the company, everything was going smoothly, wasn't it? Just that. Just that. Yep. yep. All right. Well, you said it was slim pickings on uh, good cop moments this week. Does that mean that there was an abundance of bad cop moments? I guess we'll find out. What is your main bad cop moment of the week? Oh, I stopped to get my wedding ring. So I'm going. It's so shiny. It's anyway, I'm moving, moving on from a very good cop moment to a big bad cop moment. Um, Graham, I want to ask you a question before I jump into my main bad cop moment. The reason why I'm asking you it is it a bad thing to live the gimmick sometimes? Is it a bad thing to live the gimmick? Um, we talk about MJF multiple times, and uh, that was the first name that kind of came to mind when you said that. And I think on every occasion when we've talked about MJF, we've said it's been a good thing. Um, I think perhaps in the day, if you're going back to the 80s, where people used to have to ride in separate cars and blah, 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 you had to keep kayfabe. Um, I think that's, I think the days for that are past. And you even mentioned that the people who have death matches against each other, uh, they're, <laughs> they're all best friends. So um, I would say that, uh, I, I, man, it takes a lot of commitment to do that. But I'm, I'm going to let you get whatever your point is, because I have no idea what it is. So okay, ahead. okay. Because obviously, everyone's got a different sort of gimmick, obviously. Cena, obviously. Back in the day, he, he was a rapper and he lived that gimmick because that's what he, he was. Yeah. He, he rapped in his spare time, you know. Um, no, I'm trying to think, you know, Triple H, um, basically his blue blood at one point. I mean, that gimmick didn't really work. Kane's gimmick at one point was a, a bad dentist, uh, that did that really didn't work. Um, Shane McMahon is the son of a billionaire, you know, you know, some certain gimmicks. Um, me, I guess, and that's to a certain extent. Um, an overgrown child who had a headset jammed in his head, basically. That is my gimmick, and I live it absolutely. Um, I'm talking, but Ted DiBiase, <laughs> the million- <laughs> of Ted DiBiase Jr., the mm-hmm. son 
of the Million Dollar Man. Hall of Famer, his father, of course. Um, himself, a, a two-time um, WWE Tag Team Champion. Um, he's also someone who would do cookouts in the parking lot before the um, before events sometimes. It was a wonderful thing. He'd bring all the burgers, the tofu, whatever it is, and he'd cook it all up and do a great job. He has been formally charged with stealing millions of dollars intended for low-income families and individuals in Mississippi. The federal indictment was unsealed yesterday and contains 13 total charges, including theft, fraud, money laundering, and conspiracy. Now, the move comes 18 months after DBS Jr. and his and his father and his brother Brett were all ordered to repay millions in misspent welfare money and one month after Brett himself pled guilty to fraud. Now, I am... Um, we are fully aware of all the of COVID and all these things about the stimulus checks and things like that. The amount of fraud about those, unfortunately. Uh, the government is not taking these sort of things lightly. And... Um, and... Uh, uh, Money fraud, they really they, they really take it really so seriously, like Graham. As you as you I mean we don't see it as much. They but... should. White Absolutely. color fraud is by far the, the biggest one of all. Yeah, because there's much Absolutely. bigger amounts that mentioned than uh yeah. Absolutely. Um I'm not sure how many counts there are on it at all. The 13 total charges of theft and all that stuff. Each charge carries a minimum 10 year jail sentence. Even if you didn't pass that math test, you know that that adds up to more than his lifespan. Yep. Ted DiBiase will be behind jail. Ted DiBiase Jr. If he's obviously innocent until found until proven guilty, obviously, because we have to say that because we do live in a democracy. And we, and, and, uh, and I do believe the seventh, sixth, sixth amendment um, gives you right to, to a trial by jury. Correct. Yes. I, I don't know which number it is either, but yes. yeah. Yeah, so the thing is, anyone remember what a second amendment? Second amendment. What's the sixth amendment? No one can remember. But I believe that is the right one. I'm sure I'll be created by one of the hundreds of American listeners we have. Um, but this is just, this is just bad. I mean, we, I mean, we all sort of had rumblings about this, but when that was unsealed and the news came out this week, I was like, oh, Ted. Oh, Ted, you had everything going for you. You had the physique, you had the name, you had the ability, you had the rugged good looks, you had everything going for you. And you, why? Why? I can't get it. Um, I think I've mentioned this before, but I would strongly recommend the uh, the comedy special, Orny Adams' uh, Third Amendment. Uh, which is basically kind of you basically almost taking his uh, skit like nobody remembers what the Third Amendment is, but very very funny. He does review what they all are, but I can't I don't remember what they are. Um, interestingly, when I first saw that story and I saw uh, money laundering, um, and I saw Mississippi, um, there's also I'm not sure if it's been settled yet, but there's a high profile co- case from last year of Brett Favre, uh, the former Green Bay Packers quarterback, and I can't remember exactly the details of this. Uh, but it was basically, I think his daughter is a top volleyball star in that state. 
And basically money that was supposed to go towards poor families basically went towards a, I don't know, $20 million facility so somebody could play uh, volleyball. All very shady down in that state from, uh, from, from that story as well and from this story. Too many things going on there where money's not going to where it should be, uh, for sure. And actually, when I saw that story as well, Matt, I was thinking about the, the WWE series, Where Are They Now, as well. Um, I did not know Ted DiBiase Jr. as a wrestler, because I wasn't watching wrestling at that time. But I did watch his Where Are They Now. And yeah, he's got a camp for uh, disadvantaged teenagers. They're playing sports. Basically, they're channeling their energy positives. And you see that video. And then now you hear about this story and it's like, oh, it's just like so cringeworthy. Like, are you trying to do good or are you not trying to do good? But yeah, not definitely a bad cop moment for sure. That was that's a no brainer. I didn't know where you were going to begin with, but I totally. Yeah. As soon as you mentioned that, I was like, oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, To clarify about Brett Brett Favre for you, Graham, uh, in May 22, um, 38 defendants a lawsuit against them um, for 24 million in spent misspent funds, uh, including Brett Favre, Marcus Dupree, Paul Lacoste, and the DBSs. So it's the same deal. Oh, it's the same deal then. Oh, did not know that side of that story then. Yes, yeah, so it's the same deal. Um, and it's still ongoing. Unfortunately, on July on July 22nd last year, Nettie fired um, someone from the lead counsel on the state's lawsuit. Um, one said it was allegedly politically motivated, and it wasn't. Um, it it, it still it's still work it's still working. It hasn't been put a trial yet, obviously. Um, so but yeah, we could see Brett Favre as well, also in jail. Which that that's um, well, he doesn't have controversy in his career that is. Let's let's face it about still claiming speaking fees and not turning up for um engagements. So um, Brett Favre, go fuck yourself. The one thing I do remember from that story more than anything else, I think there was audio that they managed to produce. And it was basically, um, Brett Favre, I think, asked the question of, is is it possible my name could come out in relation to this? If you're asking something like that, then you know it's a shady deal. Like, you know that it's not a legit. So, yeah, yeah. Not good. More yeah. to come in the future. If you have to ask that question, yeah. walk away. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I have no sympathy. If they knew exactly what they were doing, and um, yeah. Give them their just desserts, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, ab- ab- absolutely, absolutely. We um, we just we obviously I associate myself with those comments, Graham. And now I'm going to hand you to to you, Graham, for a bad cop moment, which is probably going to be probably more serious. Um, not really, thankfully. It's uh, more of a case of I could have framed this as a an unsure cop moment, but I'm going to leave it in the bad cop moment uh, section. So last year, you'll remember around this time, um, a good cop moment for me was going to the New Japan show in uh, DC with Jackson. Absolutely, yeah. I can't remember why Mason didn't go. I think he had um, he must have had some lacrosse game or he must have had something going on. Uh, he was yeah, um, I don't know. It was last year, but I, I don't know. Anyway, middle school wasn't really at the weekend, so I'm not sure. I, I was trying to think about Anyway, that's irrelevant to the story. Um, They came around again this year, and I might have mentioned on the last show, I couldn't buy tickets because I didn't know when Jackson's baseball schedule was going to be. You mentioned, yeah. um, if he had a late game, we couldn't go. Anyway, all in all, finally that schedule did come through. Um, His game was in the morning or early afternoon? Early afternoon. So in theory, we could have actually gone to that. Um, We also had a chance to go to the Coppin State game, but the weather was really bad. So we decided to go on the Sunday, and that actually freed up the option. We could actually go on the Saturday. I asked the boys if they wanted to go. 
they said they wanted to go. And uh, the bad cop moment is the end. We had that high-quality show there. The card's always phenomenal on those things. Um, and we chose not to go. Um, a couple of reasons why I chose not to go. One was traffic was particularly bad last weekend. It was an hour into DC, which is longer than normal. An hour back, um, it was $20 to park. And the seats that I looked at were not as good as I first thought they were. Last year, we were on the floor. We were super close. Uh, these were on the second level. And um, they were, I think it was $35 a seat. So anyway, I did all the math, Matt. It was like $125. And it would have taken an hour to get there, watch the show, hour come back. And then the next day, I'm going to be busy as well. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, it's, what an opportunity. But I saw on Fight, you could buy it for $20. Now, I don't, you know I don't normally buy pay-per-views because there's no point in doing it. Uh, I bought a pay-per-view instead. I just sat at home, didn't have to travel in, didn't have to travel back. Jackson said he would come and watch, and then he didn't. <laughs> I guess that's the bad cop moment. Um, oh, let me talk one more thing. Matt's raised his hand. Um, I, I said it started at seven. Jackson thought it started at eight. So obviously he came down at nine <laughs> and then he watched one match. It was 940. And then I was like, no, you got to go to bed, buddy, because we're leaving early in the morning to go see the copping game. So, yeah, I'm not sure. I had the perfect opportunity to see high quality wrestling uh, in person and I chose um, not to do it. Um, I'm not sure going forwards, like it, all the things there, like it's something I should be able to go to, which is why I felt it was worthwhile paying for the pay-per-view. So I still got to see it. Overall, I guess the reason I'm putting this in the bad cop moment as well is it was good, Matt, but there was nothing. You noticed I didn't pick it for my good cop moment. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I also have the second show. It was $10 extra to get the Philadelphia show. Um, I saw Orange Cassidy was in it. Um, the ratings for that are 1.5 points lower than the pre and the DC show. So um, I'll watch it at some point, but I can't say I'm overly excited. So there's a kind of lot of little small things in there that make it a bad cop moment. I'm not saying that Graham is careful with his money, but he <laughs> has got a burglar arm on it. <laughs> that, that way. Um, that was, that's not a question. Uh, like you know, Getting money out of grave without getting blood from a fucking stone, I tell you. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, um, he never he never loses a bet with me normally. So, <laughs> um, but in fair, that normally gonna make bad bets. Um, well, I still got to see everything. Um, but I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I, it was a case of I'm gonna be really tired. Like we'd already had a busy day as it was anyway, and just adding in that extra stuff. But we knew we wanted to go see the stuff. If I hadn't have had that event on Sunday, I think it would have been. I would have. I, I, would, I asked the boys like, "Do you want to go?" I already knew how much it was gonna cost. Um, but once I saw it was on fight for twenty, <laughs> like that's a hundred dollars saving. Well, I'm I can gonna watch it in my own leisure. It said the show was four hours. It said it was seven until eleven. That's a long show. So. Well, hey. let me let me spin this round because I want to ask you, based on that, the same a similar sort of question. When you're in England in a couple of months' time, okay, if, for example, the opportunity to go to a indie show, um, it, on the way round sort of thing, and it was for a family of four because it's four tickets, obviously, uh, because the four of you traveling around, um, let's say about fifty pounds. Okay, which is about fifty-five dollars nowadays. Um, would you? I'm, I'm, I'm using it as a base, not base number. Okay, whatever it is. Um, fifty pounds for four family four, um, including beer and sausage and ice cream. Um, would you go to that event, or would you watch it for free on YouTube afterwards instead? 
you trying to get me in trouble with my wife? You know my wife has no interest in indie wrestling at all. You realize it's not just me and the boys, right? I'm asking I'm asking metaphorically speaking. You, if you'd have asked what you said a family of four. So you Well you well, I'm just saying that's how much four tickets is caught would would, would call, a, a, that'd be cheaper than getting three tickets in visitors, what I'm saying. So you're asking, would I be a dick and drag Mal along or go, um, screw you, you can just sit in the hotel, me and the boys are going to watch a wrestling match. Uh, I'm not falling for your little tactic, so. No, 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 that wasn't what I was looking I'm gonna for. Plead, I'm going to take the Second Amendment. <laughs> you you bare arms, what are you going to say? First Amendment. <laughs> oh, jeez, First Amendment. Fifth Amendment, fifth. Oh, my God. No, I'm not recording at 6 a.m. again. This is awful. So you just you just asked to bear arms the right <laughs> the right to speak and then decline to, 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 to incriminate yourself. See, I got all nervous because you're I trying to get the me. Englishman. This is on you. You got me all nervous because I'm trying to. You're trying to get me in trouble with my wife, and it's like it's I wasn't at all, Graham. I was I was basically saying, Graham, would you give? Would you opportunity of seeing a great show live for? Fifty pounds, or would you rather watch it for free? See, once again, though, you, it depends on how you're framing this. If you're asking me, would I travel an hour while I'm on holiday, watch an event, and then travel an hour back, considering all the traveling I have during a the holiday, then no, I wouldn't. But I know that's not what you're asking me. Yeah, I would. See, I'm I would be traveling the next day as well. Every day I'm going to be traveling, so it, I, in that sense, it's kind of the same situation as it was last I week. I wasn't trying. So the answer is no. But I know that's not how you're trying to frame it. You're asking, not... If you asked me if I was to move back to England and stay there, and there was an event an hour away, and it was fifty pounds, would I? And it was would I be prepared to go and see it? Then yes, I probably I would. Fifty pounds is a lot different. Um, you know, and you said it was fifty five dollars. I, I was showing it higher, so that's why you made it. But I'm talking. It was one hundred and twenty five. New Japan is obviously significantly Japan higher is... standard oh, than a, a British indie event as well. So obviously that's why the extra cost is in there. Sometimes you wonder. <laughs> uh -huh. Well, I don't know. Um, they they are very they are very good for sure. Um, some some are better than others, but yeah. Look to the card. It was. Uh, it was phenomenal. I think the other factor in that you didn't throw in though that's also important is I have I have I did see I did go to it last year. Like it's not that I haven't if I hadn't been to an event before, I think that's the uniqueness of the event, I think, also factors in as well. So but yeah, in the end, I don't regret my decision because um, Mason said he... Oh, this was the other thing. Mason said, uh, yeah, 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 I want to go. And I was like, okay. His practice for lacrosse and is normally... And his coach is a pain in the behind. He constantly keeps... We've mentioned it before. We, we, yeah. we have. Um, it's normally two until four. So I asked him at one thirty. I was like, do we need to leave like in the next few minutes? And he's like, oh no, my practice is 4.30 until 6.30. I'm like, how the hell do you think you're making a new Japan show at seven o'clock? Then if I'd have bought it, so if I'd have bought a ticket, he wouldn't have been able to go anyway. So um, I asked him, "Do you want to go?" He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> he couldn't even gone anyway. Well, I guess he could have skipped practice, but so in the end, it would have been it would have been down to me. I would have felt bad just taking Jackson, considering Mason said he wanted to go, but he was back in time to watch the show. Did he watch a single minute of the show? 
No, of course he didn't. So he wasn't that interested. And Jackson, the fact that he didn't come down and watch it until near the end as well. So I think I made the right decision spending $20 just for me because I don't think they were really that interested. Well, in that, in that context, you didn't make the right decision, of course. Uh-huh. Although you could say, of course, obviously, if it's live, you're going to be more invested than if it's on TV as well, which I, I also understand. But yeah, just a collection of, um, I don't know, it just feels like New Japan rolls through town. I should be there. I, I'm, I know I'm getting old, and I know you like to remind me every week, but yeah, sitting in traffic for an hour, both directions, and I was like, no, not like I'm aging you like a Doctor Who villain or something, right? I got my, uh, I got my birthday coming up in just over a week's time. I know the big, big four six, isn't it? <laughs> Once again, I'm gonna have to show you that little. Upset. I know it. I know <laughs> it. I'm, I'm fully aware it's the big five hologram. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it is not. Not yet. Not yet. It, I better cancel the card then. <laughs> <laughs> I think you better. And the um, parade. You better tell me some speed check moments before you get yourself into even more trouble. Um, there were um a, no, a, a few things that come to mind. Um, first thing is WWE2K's um 23's newest DLC. First DLC. All the way through the summer, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. All the NXT stuff they couldn't include, and um, a few a few people who came back to the company. Yeah, they didn't really. This one just feels a little bit off. The first one is called the Steiner Row um, Pass, um, which is Scott and Rick Steiner and and Hit Row. Um, now Hit Row, you know, they're back at the company, of course, but. Where have you been for the, for the last month, two months? It feels like they're nowhere. Um, and then you've got the starters, which right now, uh, it, that's a little bit um, eh, what it is, unfortunately. But of course, this is, these are all planned before the um, announcements were made, of course. Um, I love to point out that Mandy Rose was included in the game until two months before uh, the game actually was released. Um, it, I'm also going to expand slightly um, on bad pop on the on the game itself because um, why was a fatal four way and a triple threat match not available to have a title match until this point? Two K, get your act together. It's almost a perfect game, and you fucked that bit up. Um, I'm going to let Graham touch on other things, and also I'm going to leave something alone for fan cop. Um, but um. One thing I want to address here, a serious bad cop moment. Um, Dan Griffin, um, I'm glad you're feeling better, mate, after a heart scare this week. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I didn't manage to get the screenshot as quickly as I would like, but as you were talking, um, I got a notification from Jackson Arrow that the show is going on on the Isle of Wight today. Um, there's not many tickets left. I know by the time this comes out, it'll be too late, but I thought that was funny that that came up just as you were actually speaking there. Um, I only have one thing, and um, once again, it's probably more of an unsure, possibly unsure cut moment. Um, I guess we don't know all the details, and I guess we never know all the details. We only know what we're provided with. But I was absolutely shocked to see that Jordan Grace is out of contract, and she actually fought against Diana Perazzo, even though she's not in contract with Impact anymore. So the reason my initial thought was bad cut moment is... WWE didn't think that, hey, Jordan Grace would be a good addition to our roster. AEW didn't think Jordan Grace would be a good addition to my roster. Um, it impact think perhaps we should offer an extension. See, there's, there's something that's missing clearly from this story. But when you have that sort of uh, talent, 
you would have thought that obviously her husband works for Impact Wrestling now as well. So you you can imagine a situation where they would want to stay together. Um, I don't think she's been treated bad in Impact from what I've heard. So what happened there? Obviously, you don't let contracts lapse like that. So I don't know what's going on there exactly, Matt, but it sounds like... Um, it sounds like somebody's missed an opportunity somewhere along the line. I can't imagine Jordan Grace staying a free agent for very long. No, Graham. I also think she is a free agent. You so you do or do not? Who you think she's already signed with somebody? I think she has. I think she has. Um, there's been a lot of rumblings this morning, especially um, oh, that okay. the WWE draft. There will be new names debuting in the draft. Oh. Okay. That would be a big name. The thing that was surprised me more than anything was I did look at Jordan's Twitter feed to see if there was any inkling of this story at all. There's nothing. There's just a mention of the match against a lot of stuff with Deanna Prazo mentioning the fact that they kind of grew up together. They wrestled together. Obviously, I don't know if they wrestled each other at Nova Pro, but we definitely saw both of them at the same shows multiple times. Um, but there was a lot of obviously mutual respect there. There was talk about the match and um, that whole pay-per-view. But yeah, nothing in relation to uh, that story at all. So very slim pickings to go on. But um, whoever does obviously get Jordan Grace has got a has got a star there for sure. Yeah, I, I, my personal belief is that she will debut. I mean, I could be wrong, obviously, but if she turns up in the WWE draft, you heard it here first, guys. Um, it's so I, tempting to say how much are we betting on this, knowing your normal, you know, your normal level of accuracy with predictions. Well, I think you I, might be right on this one. I find it very unlikely she'll end up in um, AEW given the treatment of her husband. I, I agree. I, I agree. I think WWE is the most likely place. So do you think somebody like Jordan Grayson, obviously, if she'd have won, she would have been a three-time uh, knockouts champion. Um, do you think that she would go to um, NXT? Or do you think that she would go straight onto the main roster then? Because you're kind of talking about this draft, which makes me think you're saying straight onto the main roster. That's very unusual. I know when Chelsea Green came back, she kind of did go straight to the main roster, but she did have to do a time in NXT but... first. AJ Styles went straight to main roster. Let's not forget that as well. That's a little different. Jordan Grace is in the same is in the same is in the same level for me for as AJ Styles. She paid really. Her, she wow. paid, that's very high praise. She, well, 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 come can I say that Jordan Grace is one of the fa most fantastic. We were praising her before she made the impact. Of course, we knew how good she was. Yeah, yeah. Now the whole world knows how good she is. I'm, I might be wrong. But this sounds like the kind of hyperbole you would say. Um, didn't you say that Jordan Grace would be a future WWE champion? Yeah. That, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. And, Jordan, I'm going to wait you, wait, absolutely, Graham. Jordan Grace versus Rhea Ripley. Oh, oh, oh yes. Yes. Jordan, I'd be Jordan, that, Gra Jordan Grace versus Charlotte Flair. Yes. Contract, contract style, absolutely phenomenal. And I'm, I'm sure I'm sure that there's other three matches people want to see out there, but Jordan Grace, she can she can tangle the men. We've seen this, and if they're gonna if they're gonna move forward to a to a nittier grittier third hour in Monday Night Raw, mm -hmm. blood apparently coming back for third hour of Raw apparently, um, Jordan Grace, US champion, beating Austin Fury. Oh. Sure. I would I would be against that. I'm wondering how many people knew about that contract situation before that pay-per-view event. Because if you knew that and she agreed to come back for a, a match, 
but nothing. You know that Deanna Prazo was winning that match. And once again, that kind of spoils that storyline. I'm of not course. sure the timeline of the whole thing there. Well, we didn't find out about the whole Moxley issue until a few weeks ago, did we? I guess true. So probably people... I, I don't follow Impact that closely. Like, I'll watch it on TV, but I'm not, of like, course. looking at the dirt sheets for anything. But we if didn't know... up on my Facebook feed, I'll, sure, I'll take a quick look. But but we didn't know about the whole... Mo- about what was going on with Moxley and Punk till, till, till it, was all, it all came out a few weeks ago, Graham, when Moxley... He was under contract with AEW when he... When, he, when um, at SummerSlam weekend, mm-hmm. he walked into the championship and no one could have stopped him. Oh, can I throw in one more? My speed check wasn't too long, so let me listen as well. Um, the fact that, um, obviously, um, Punk agreed to fight, even though it wasn't medically cleared because it was supposed to be a squash match, reminded yeah. me that I saw last night as I was... The boys went to a carnival last night, so while they're on rides, I'm kind of checking my phone and stuff. Um, Ronda Rousey fought with a broken forearm during WrestleMania and was not cleared by a doctor. Um, if that's That's really serious. That's definitely a bad cop moment as well. Um, once again, that could all be hearsay. I don't know. But normally there's some sort of truth in those types of stories. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That Just something that you mentioned that made me think of another thought. All right. You want to get a fan cop moments? The weather in this area is going to be terrible. So I need to get out disc golfing as soon as we're finished, pretty much. Frisbee, so, uh, frisbee golf. Frisbee golf. You know that that is not the correct word. Are you using my social media against me? That was on uh, Wheel of Fortune this week. It was like an outdoor activity, and it was like Frisbee golf. And I was like, that makes me more annoyed than when I see math. Even though I said math earlier in this episode, it's a force of habit. I'd like to point out, Graham, but before it became, before difficult with recognize it, that's what it was called. Frisbee's Graham. a brand name, so that's, that's not the correct name. People don't throw Frisbees, they throw discs. Anyway, Graham, if you would like to get started with fan comments. Oh, I guess I should have probably logged into my Twitter. But I'll get started, Graham, shall we? Yes, uh, please do. <laughs> okay, I'm going to get started with Just In Time 2 on 1. Best cop, the Blackpool Combat Club and Elite Feud continue to get more intriguing every week. Worst cop, the Brockler, the Cody Road feud just isn't doing it. Doesn't help the Cody losing with Rainer. Still has me disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um... It's it. Some people are still very disappointed about that, but at the same time, Cody needed that loss in there somewhere. As we mentioned last week, Cody needed to have some hurdles on his way through. He seemed to steam on his way through the Rumble. He hasn't lost a match since he's been back, and he needed that loss. Um, now, when he wins, everyone can say the savior has returned, as it were. No. Um, you got. Um, I'm gonna let you do heel, Jerry. Jerry, I don't agree with it. He needed to take a loss. That's ridiculous. Um, at UTT, Rob, good cop moment. Found two world of sport matches that aren't listed. Uh, for my watch through 70s wrestling, uh, bad cop moment. Ted B. DiBiase Jr. Yes, and the WTF cop moment. Finding out that Bull Buchanan is uh, Brooks Jensen's dad, but zero mention it on NXT. Yeah, I've not heard that at all. Why didn't you do not want to heal Cherry Jerry Graham? He's not been on the show for wit for months. Uh, because it looks like the content is more your type of thing. Well, that's it. Have a look then, Graham Jerry. Welcome back. I saw Cher- Power Rangers almost fell asleep. Welcome back, heal Cherry Jerry. Good cop moment. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers once and always and Voltaire's V Legacy premiered together at the same day this week. 30 years in the making, Graham. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Netflix. Um, bad cop. 
The Filipino peso continued to diminish, but many Filipinos still think yeah, that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. In fairness, money, money, money is not good anywhere in the world right now, unfortunately. Uh, Jerry, welcome back, my buddy, and I look forward to talking more with you. Outside of good cop, bad cop about the Power Rangers, um, thirtieth anniversary special. Uh, high five, Tom! Oh, a new hashtag here. Holy snap, cop moment! Uh, oh, for God's sake, Tom! I just watched at real Jeff Cobb give two dudes a tour of the island at the same time, just reinforcing why is my favorite hashtag Hawaiian strong. I'm going to follow that on with the Midwest Wrestling Roundup podcast. Um, MDR cop moment this week, Real Sierra battled the GCW world champ Masha Slamovich at AAW Pro, and albeit not a result we hoped for in the, in the, uh, in the Midwest wrestling scene, Sierra proved she is sure shit on that. What the hell is this? Put it through a spell check next time. I'm begging you. Um, Sierra proved she is sure shit on that effing radar right now. I don't understand that one. It was a G missing off the word hoping, and that's it. That was the only thing wrong with that. She is sure shit. Yeah. What does that mean? She's the real deal. Come on, Grandpa. Is, is I'll, take care. I'll take is, care of the cool is stuff. Is this an American thing? I don't know. Like, it's obvious what he means, though. I wouldn't use that phrase, but I can figure out what he's talking well, about. Well, you... you. It's not anyway, a good spell check. There's not, there's not a word. Sure is spelt correct. And sure. Anyway, I, I should conclude. Uh, I thought Drake... you were struggling with the F in part, the F apostrophe N. I was like, oh, my God, really? You can... No, it's four out of them. I should conclude. Great job, Sarah and Maja. Hashtag top 10 match of the year. That's um, a bold claim already. That's only April. So I'm saying it's April to say, say that already. Say that it will be by the end of the year. But... It's a top 10 match now. <laughs> if it's still a top 10 match when we get to December, then yeah, that'll be very high praise right now. Um, I'm going to skip down to uh, Tiffany, uh, Queen of the Indies, crowning the first wrestling open champion tonight. Hashtag good cop moment. Um, I have, did not see that on um, IWTV because I'm not a subscriber anymore. So I cannot tell you the result of that event, unfortunately. But always good when indie wrestling is on, gets a mention on uh, Good Cop, Bad Cop. I'm going to move on to uh, UT Rob. Good cop no, moment. You did UTT Rob. You got Dan Griffin to do. You did? Oh, you did. I apologize. I did apologize. Yeah, sorry. Okay. So we're going to move to Dan Griffin, 21. Uh, good cop moment. Impact Rebellion was fantastic. They're extremely underrated and have the best product in wrestling at the moment. It is incredibly fun to watch. Um, bad cop moment. Didn't get to watch Rebellion until Thursday. Uh, the best uh. best cop moment, North running their biggest venue ever in Newcastle in July with Gangrel on the card. Mm. Maybe the Gangrel's not in the Hall of Fame yet, to be fair, given how much he's put people over in his career. Mm-hmm. Still wrestling. Uh, Still wrestling, so I don't think... Do you have to be retired for five years to be in? I don't think it's the same as the Baseball Hall of Fame, but... I think he's. I think he lives around this area as well. He appears in a lot of shows around this, this um, location. Indeed. Right, Greg, we've got three more, so come on. We do? Oh, I just switched my phone off. I didn't see any more. That was my last one I noticed. Oh, Yeah, we've got, we've got three more. People have been putting in, in different threads, Graham, so I go full of oh, Well, you better do them then, because I don't see any more. Okay, my... act- I can see Nish Guy. Oh, Nish Guy said his good cop moment was uh, Jay White appearing on AEW. <laughs> and, right. 
<laughs> and if you follow that downgrade, we've got if you follow that thread downgrade, we're still all in that thread. Oh, uh, I'm going to so go with King King Peak Badders. Good cop moment, rebellion. Yet another great show from Impact. So show from start to finish. Absolutely, we mentioned that once. Bishop, there's good cop moment. LWO. I don't know what it is, but it's really working. That's and nice. bad Latino world order, isn't it? Jeez, you'd think he'd know that. He's he must be a bit of a thicko. And bad cop moment, Graham. He's just a dick. I don't know where that's coming from. I have no idea where that's coming from. The only thing he's I can say. He's saying because because you um um because you were basically you were telling him that Jay White was his uh, backup. Oh, it's in relation to that. Okay, the only thing I can tell you the time I I didn't see this initially when it was posted. But I saw it like an hour later, and the only thing I noticed was I saw that posted, and in my DMs I just got um a laughing emoji from uh from Bishop at the same time. So um yeah, I was like, huh? What did I say? Um, I'm hoping uh, Blade Job didn't block me. He threatened to. He threatened and to. All right. So now I do see the other ones. So um, I can see uh, JCB. Hashtag good Aussie Open and becoming double champs at IWGP and then JPW strong tag teams, uh, tag champs. Uh, feels like they are this year's FTR as best tag team in the world. Um, that was the one match that I hadn't still seen from uh, Capital Collision. So thanks for spoiling that, JCB. Cheers. Brilliant. <laughs> you had enough time. I know. I saw it on the Thursday, but it was that I'd watched half of the tag. I'd watched half of it, and I had like fifteen minutes to go. But hey, it's all good. I think that's everybody because I think you said pigs bladders. Did you mention a bad cop moment? Oh, probably not. Uh, no, I didn't. Sorry. Uh, rushing the Jericho Cole segment. What it was a chance to get fans like me who aren't interested in the Outcast slash JAS invested? The Jericho Appreciation Society. I've got to admit, um, High Five Tom was incredibly invested in that as well. Saying so the pop when they won the belts was impressive. Uh, if you want, if you want, um, and know them a great pop when someone with a championship. Check out um, CXW's Let's Have It over on their YouTube channel right now because they <laughs> they've got some championship being crowned on that show, and there's some big pops. And uh, thank you to everybody. For um, messaging in this week, we look forward to hearing your fan comments next week on the show. Graham, it's time. To... <laughs> next week might be a little difficult. You said that last week. <laughs> I did, but I might not be. Able... I don't think I'm going to be in town for a Saturday morning record either. Uh, we, we will have to see how that works out. We'll work out a Monday record if need be. Then we'll we'll we're going to go now to a devil's advocate round. Sisters, brothers, and binary others, welcome to the Devil's Advocate round of the Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling podcast. This is where myself and Graham throw ridiculous statements at each other, which are called Devil's Advocates. And we defend them for 20 seconds, no matter how distasteful or how mad or how illogical they may be. Anyone out there thinking we are, we are saying stuff with belief in our hearts and actually agreeing with what we're saying, take our DA, DA dying format on Twitter. We will be hopefully be having one wrestling and one non-wrestling, but that does sort of fluctuate a little bit, Graham. So what have you got for me today? And then you have to do more than one. 
Well, the one I got to you actually helps to explain why I'm going to be so busy on Saturday. Um, I am going to Coppin State um, next weekend. It's the next to last uh, home series of the year. And I'm not sure we can actually make the final uh, home series either. So because Jackson's got baseball. Um, but after literally only 15 minutes away, James Ellsworth's uh, promotion is having a wrestling event at 5 p.m. That's kind of early by American standards. Normally it's at um, like 7 p.m. So literally as soon as the baseball game finishes, if we drive drive across there gates uh, doors are opening and we can go see um adrenaline championship wrestling i believe it is and uh rico hendrix is making his debut against james ellsworth so um rico hendrix is actually the person who i'd like you to defend in my wrestling segment so let me start off with the initial tweet and then i'll tell you what his response was and then i'd like you to defend his response so the question that mike flanagan asked on twitter this week is how many matches do you think should be on a card for an independent wrestling event and uh, Rico's response to that was uh, 18 with a 45-minute intermission. Well, let's think about it, Graham. I mean, the first show at CXW's first event, Graham, was four and a half hours, Graham, okay? And that is the perfect sort of length. You can have a show, 45-minute break in there, no problem, nine matches either side, nine squash matches either side. Doesn't say how long it has to be. 18 matches, perfect. Oh. Um, there was no uh, winky emoji on this at all, but I am sure that um, that he was being facetious on that one. More than likely was. <laughs> 18 is a, an awful lot. See, the question is, though, it's not really. This is like the kids, like, how many questions is on the test? I'm like, that's not what's important. It depends on how difficult the questions are or how long the questions yes. are. They, they, they're starting to realize that if I tell them that there's 20 questions, that that's actually a good thing because it means that they must be easy. If I tell them the test's only got three questions on them, then actually that means that the questions must be really difficult. And I kind of feel it's the same thing with that. It's not the number of matches, it's the quality of the matches or how long the You could have only four matches on a show or perhaps let's go with a takeover model. You could go with five and that's perfectly good. But if you went with five traditional indie matches that are only 10 minutes long, then obviously that would be a terrible show. So so I think you need more context, but I think uh, clearly Rico's answer is ridiculous. Well, the prime the prime example of that Graham is that uh, um, my maths exam I did recently. Um, it tells you how many points were available for each for each question, and it started off like one, 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 and then two, two, three, five, and then, and then it went to two again, and then I had a four in there and a one. I'm like. What? That's no. like a wrestling show. You have some short matches and you have some longer matches. The thing, it help, it does help break the page up. Also, if you tend to a, a difficult question to answer, it's nice to have an easy one to look like. One minute. Okay. Okay. Well, I think I did okay there. Okay. The wrestling one is sort of um, non wrestling as well, in a way, but we're gonna... that's why you set it up like that in the intro. All right. Okay. Um, if we hit 7,000 followers by episode 250, I will break dance with Matt in London. Well, absolutely. My ankles are shot anyway, so what difference does it make at this point? It'll be a literal break. It'll be a breaking of my ankles. It'll be a breaking of my knee joints. But anything we need to do, we got to do. So obviously, we've got to engage with social media. We're, we're driving for the future at this point. I'm an old dragon. I got to do something that's got to get the real fans interested. What more than TikTok? And we're my best buddy as well, of course. That was inspired by a Wednesday follow tweet that you that you shared out getting our dancing shoes on. 
<laughs> oh okay yeah no it was kind of a strange one to be grouped in normally you often grouped in with other podcasts um but we were li literally in the middle of uh <laughs> mickey james uh nick aldis um they're the two that spring to mind it was elite company for sure it, it was very elite company uh we felt totally out of place and yeah i'm not really a dancer but i was like hey absolutely i'll put on my dancing shoes if i can get amongst them i found out at the wedding that i danced with kerry i danced with alec and then chad took a dance with me and he Professionally trained ballroom dancer. Really? I he was not... spinning me. He was spinning me right and center. Oh, 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 okay. So you're just uh, you're just using exaggeration here. I thought you meant literally for a second. If it, oh, he has he take classes. He took classes. Yeah. Oh, he like... did. I yeah. Don't mentioned. I don't remember that coming up on view from the top rope. They mentioned it. No. Huh. Dark. Dark. Yeah. He's a very he's an educated man. But again, my mother, my, my mother is a um, former, was one lesson away from being a dance instructor. So I had a little bit of dance when I was growing up, but I was also at one point a gymnast. Huh. Okay. At one point, I, so, and I've also got, there's also a picture of Chris doing a split somewhere. Um, he can't do it no more, grant you. But <laughs> he could, at one point, he could do, my, my husband could do the it's so weird saying my husband. Well, my husband could do the splits at one point, yes. I What's your next one, Grant? I know that you uh, like to cut some rug there. All right, so let me ask you a, a question, and I think you'll know why. Any kind of rugs? I know you. I know you go through my social media to use against me. Um, what would what's a typical age for a kids' meal in the UK? What age and under? There is no age limit on a kids' meal in the UK. Oh, there's not. So, so seventeen and three quarters, you can still get a kids no meal. One can be, no one can be refused a kids meal. They can't. No. Okay. Well, that's even more confusing then, because I did post also on social media recently. There was a clip of uh, Ricky Gervais uh, from the. I can't remember what the show's called. There's something. No, no, I, I, I'm fully aware of that, but that is bullshit because they because sometimes people are hard on money. You don't refuse someone if they're giving you the money. Well, the point is, though, they they make a better deal for kids to draw the adults into the restaurant. That well, that's certainly how it works in the states. Yeah, so you can order a kids meal. Yeah. Okay. One of, right. one, of the, one of the biggest things when I used to work at McDonald's, we had so many, we had so many people, but on a night out, buy a happy meal. Okay, that's not a kids meal. That's a happy meal. That's and a small happy meal. Oh. That's not a kids meal. That's different. I knew you were going to go to that, but that's not. Doesn't say kids meal. Doesn't say kids meal anywhere on it. So there's no restriction on age. But at the same time, there's no. Out of wedding, for example, there was no one saying that they couldn't have a kids meal if they wanted one. Well, that's different at a wedding because that's your own. You make the choice. No, it's you're the not same, a restaurant. It's the same sort of deal. You can order for kids menu in a restaurant, no problem in the UK. You may get an odd look, but sometimes you want, you want a smaller meal. All right, so we, we talked about um, when we meet up in London. I know we're going to this, by the way. We're probably well. going out for a meal. You are ordering a kid's meal. We're both ordering kid's meal. Okay, I'm not going to throw you under the bus on this one. You're going first, though, and if they accept it, I'll order a kid's meal as well. Fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll, do it, to I'll, it. Do it, I'll do it on Monday, Graham, and film it. <laughs> okay. To me, it sounds uh, ridiculous that that would be allowed. Um, I Obviously, I didn't have kids when I was in England. Or, well, I did, but Mason was like 18 months. He wasn't ordering a kid's meal at that point. So, well, think from a business perspective, Graham, why would you turn away someone offering to spend money? 
Because you're have... offering a product at a lower price than it but should be if on the understanding off... that you get in an adult price where you're going to make some money. More but money. if you if that person is short of money, and sometimes they're definitely... if you're short of money, why are you going out to eat? <laughs> you can make a meal at home. You you can make a much better value choice than going to McDonald's. They... No, no, no. McDonald's in in England is really expensive, and I've already talked to Mason about that as well. But in but the fact maybe they've come into your business with not much money, mm-hmm. you don't turn the business away. You do if it's not a kid's meal. You're not a kid. You're not getting a meal. I would. I. I don't matter. I never refuse anyone in my restaurant. Ever. All right. For people that don't know the clip, then um, Ricky Gervais <laughs> is with like I think it's his nephew, and um, he says basically I want two kids uh, fish finger meals or whatever, and the lady's like, yeah, you can't have that. You got to order an adult meal. It's like why? I don't want to eat as much. Like I want a smaller portion. And she's like, no, you can't do that. So basically, he says, all right, um, the kid's going to have uh, two kids' meals. And she's like, uh, no, because basically he's going to give one to you and you're going to eat it. And he's like, no, I'm not. And then sure or not. So she has to give. Obviously, if you request that, then you have to give that. So they do. And then he gets the fish fingers and just smashes it into his mouth. Uh, it's pretty. I thought it was pretty funny. But anyway, you know, the reason why I'm asking you this, Matt, I believe. So yesterday, while we were traveling, we went to uh, Gettysburg um, to see a, a baseball themed restaurant called Gettysburg Eddie's. Uh, Eddie Plank was a, a Hall of Famer. And um, on the Little Leaguers menu, there was no age listed. Normally it says, and typically over here, I would say it's 12 and under. uh, But there are some exceptions to that. And um, Mason saw that the burgers, the burger and fries was $15. The kids burger and fries was $8. But it also came with an applesauce, a cookie, and a soda. So it was a phenomenal deal. So he was like, oh, can I get this? I was like, hey, if you want to ask. So anyway, when the server came over, I was like, I threw him under the bus. I was like, go on and ask your question. And he's like, um, do I qualify for the kid's meal? And she kind of laughed and she's like, sure. <laughs> so um, 15-year-old Mason got a kid's meal yesterday. That was ridiculous. That should be the defending indefensible. That burger was the same size as his kid's meal was bigger than my adult meal. And it was half the price. It was I, absolutely I, ridiculous. It was I, absolutely insane. I also wanted. I also want to say, Graham, that I've ordered the kids' meal at Disney World many, multiple times. Okay, all right, then. all right. You got some evidence to back it up. That's not the devil's advocate, anyway. The devil's advocate is the reverse of this. We were looking to go to um, a museum, but we ran out of time actually. And they're classing an adult. Oh, sorry, they're classing uh, anything. Oh, sorry, yeah, they are classing this. A child is anyone zero to six, and an adult is anyone above six. I- I'd like you to defend that a seven-year-old should be classed as an adult. Graham, look look to the Irish for this one, Graham. Okay, the Irish, Graham, they start drinking age three, Graham. Okay, so personally, I feel like math Irish went to America, Graham. That makes perfect sense to me. They've actually extended that, you see. So clearly you can start drinking in America at age seven, drink your Guinness, be an adult, drive a car. <laughs> drive a car. That's a great last line because you don't have to defend it anymore at that point. No, yeah. <laughs> no I was like, that's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> like, um, I've seen it sometimes on kids' meals where they'll say seven and under. You're like, come on, really? Like, they seven-year-olds can't eat an adult-sized meal, so it's kind of a waste. But for a museum, an educational museum, to class an adult, uh, a child, a seven-year-old as an adult, I was like, that's absolutely ridiculous. What price were they charging? Uh, it was like $14 for adults, and it was $8 for children. I'm like, that's an extra $6. I'm like, you're, you're a dick for doing that. Is that for the whole museum or just for one little piece? For the whole museum. 
the other thing is, I mean, I've, I've, I mentioned last week to you, Graham. Incorrectly. That, no, no. But some parts of the museums in the UK, you have to pay to go into some some parts of the exhibits. Oh, so but, you're backing down a little bit. No, no, no. There are certain there are certain one off exhibits you have to pay to get into. Okay. But, but, but for the for the whole museum, um, most of the museum is free. Yeah, absolutely. So okay. I'm like. I'm like, if it was like a big exhibit, which is there for like like six weeks, I could I, I could justify it maybe, but it would but it would be hard to justify that price either way. And that if you'd say 14 and over, I'd say oh, fair enough, you know. I'd say fair enough for that as well. I, I don't have a problem with that. And for kids' meals as well, 12 and over, I don't mind that. That's fine as well. But the fact but- that is great, but some people for dietary reasons can't eat a lot. For for dietary reasons, can't eat a lot. That, that, I, I, my, my and therefore, kids' meals are perfect for them. They shouldn't be called kids' meals. They should be called small portions. Absolutely. It should definitely be called that. Because also, as you get older as well, you, you tend your appetite tends to decrease a little bit as well. Well, you've so, noticed um, that, Graham. At you least I'm certainly hoping that's true for me coming up soon. Uh, but no, like my mom, she can never manage a home. She, she's quite happy. She's embraced the American idea. And I'm not sure what the situation is in England of the go box. Like she takes her own little container now and she'll always bring back whatever she got. I know the doggy bag was kind of a thing in America, in England. We, we nowhere did, near we did, as big as what it is in We in did it for our, we did it for um, Chris's nan. Yeah. Yeah. Wedding, yeah, but it's kind of it is silly. There's no reason why you can't have a smaller portion for a lower price. And I'm not saying it even has to be half the portion for half the size. If you want to make half the portion for sixty percent of the size, because I know cooking is still the it's not the amount of food, it's the time that it takes as well. So whether you order a big meal or a small meal, it still takes a certain amount of time. But you should definitely be able to offer some sort of discount if you don't need that much food. You would. This is the this, and I fully and I fully agree with that side of things. And Mason, as much as I would like to say you got away. With with it because you because you've got a baby face still um, um dude they're getting the money of your dad don't care they don't care trust me they don't care that that no but literally that was the thing that was weird though because i took a picture that burger was bigger than my sandwich that i'd ordered so it was literally an, an adult meal on a kid's plate but with additional food with the applesauce and a cookie and a free soda absolutely crazy but um, it, it, if it, anyone that... is in gettysburg or in that area i'm shouting you out gettysburg eddie's is an amazing place to go for a meal I gave it well, five stars on my Google. I did on my Google review. I made sure I gave him five stars. And Matt, I know that you're not an expert tipper, but I went 25% on my tip yesterday. 25%? That's how good Gettysburg Eddie's was. Hmm. See, I usually, I usually tip like 12, 13. Nowadays, I do. In, well, that's in England. That's it. Okay. I, I don't tip in UK. Oh, so in America, you're tipping 12 and 13. 12, 13%, yeah. Oh my god! For those people who are earning two dollars and fifty cents an hour, you're a dig. All right, sorry. What's um? What's your what? Uh, tipping, what, what, I'm, what tipping thirteen percent? Yes, fifteen percent is considered a bad tip. Really? Yes, yes. Fifteen is minimum. Thirteen. 20, tipping thirteen is good. Twenty is a good tip, and twenty. So tipping thirteen. So tipping thirteen percent on on twelve dollars is bad. Yes. Yes, it's a dollar fifty-six. You, th- if you think a dollar fifty-six is a good salary, then um, you're a dick as well. My personal opinion is that if you pay a better fucking wage in the first place, but it doesn't happen that way. So that's not the fault of the person who's serving you. That's the, the system fault is wrong. The, the system, system is wrong. So, but that doesn't mean that you don't. That doesn't mean you screw over the person that provided you the service, though. That means that you take. If that I get good service, they get, if I get good service, they get good tip. Simple. 
Well, they don't because they get thirteen percent from you. What did I tell you? <laughs> what did that tell you? Oh my god! It tells me that you're a lousy tipper. That's what it tells. I've got me. a lousy server oh. is what I've got. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. Is this a wrestling right. podcast? I forget. All right. Well, go on. What you got? <laughs> right. Okay. You're 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 last. I was having Grammys. If Coppin State don't start <laughs> cartwheeling to first base, <laughs> then JGB will stop covering their games. Absolutely. This is more like entertainment. So the Harlem Globetrotters, that's the proper basketball. You get the entertainment. It's all about entertainment. We're talking sports point entertainment right here. So for rather than trying to run to first base, what you do is you do a cartwheel along the end. The people, that totally confuses the fielders anyway. So then you have a better chance of getting to first base. And that allows the runner from third to score to home because they're not watching you. They're watching the cartwheel. Brilliant. Um, Little League, I know you posted before a video with me like, watch this Little League video. Like, every time you watch it, it gets better. Or watch a different person in the video each time. And it's true. It's always true. Um, I've never seen a kid do a cartwheel along the first baseline. Um, It worked. It, it was a small hit. It was a flock of seagulls, as always. Like, every nine, every person on the field ran, try and get the ball at the same time. And they made a total hash of it. And, um, yeah, the person was safe. So it obviously worked. That that video to me was just that embodied little league. It's people, little kids showing off. They they want to play the sport, but not really seriously. And um, but it was fun. That person who did that had fun. And um, I don't go out. And before and just for record, anyone who thinks that women that girls can't play with boys, she had time to drop her bat, take yeah. her helmet off, <laughs> and cartwheel, <laughs> and get the first base before before the, before nine boys. Could decide who was going to pick the ball up and try and I tag up got with it. the the helmet off part because it was like little captions on the bottom. You could physically see it, but it was like helmet off. It was like their mental thoughts as they were doing it. Helmet off, cartwheel. Um, no, it's actually pretty standard in little league baseball. Perhaps you don't know that that it is um, it's intergender. Um, it's yeah. predominantly boys, <laughs> yeah. but most teams actually do have a girl. It's not unusual. It's like oh, there's a girl on the team. That's pretty standard actually. But that's great. It's, yeah. it's absolutely great. But there's still, there's still some. Neanderthals out there who think that that men and women shouldn't be in the same place. That reminded me, Graham, of when, or oh, this is years ago, um, Phil Coutinho and two other players from Liverpool's first team uh, went up against 35 yeah. of um, Liverpool's under nine. Yeah. They had they had six goalkeepers in yeah. goal and they still scored five. I've seen a few of those. They're always amusing. It's great for the kids. It's, it's a total great for the kids. For the players but it's well. like it's like it's like pack mentality. It is. It's great. Oh uh, yeah. I, I every time I see those, I always watch it. There's nothing more. It's just so ridiculous that it's. Remember when Jack? You show me. Remember when you show me? We show me a picture of Jackson playing soccer, and um, Jackson was the only one who wasn't being. Well, he, he may well have been one he of one. Played his position basically. He made a position where everyone else was like, like running towards the ball, like bees or honeypots. And yeah. Jackson actually knows how to play a position. He, he, actually... watches sport. he watches sport, so he understands. A lot of those people don't watch sport. They they, they understand that you've got to hit the ball, but that's literally all Get the know. ball! Get the and ball! If you Jackson, don't know, they're like, you know you have to get the ball in, so what's the most logical thought? I'm going to run to the ball. So, yeah, it's obviously it's a learning process at this age, and it's more about the fun side of it. But yeah. You taught your boy well, though, Graham. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that as your, as your devil's advocate. That was a funny moment from this week that I had. I to, saw that, and I was like, yes, clip. that was this morning trying to find devil's advocate. <laughs> That's a great clip. Great right, clip. 
All right, we need to wrap it. this up. I need to eat breakfast. I need to get out before it rains or something. Oh, quit I'm, bitching I'm your choice, not mine. I was ready last night. Oh, I can stay in all day. Woo! I love doing that. Now I want to get out while I still can. I gotta get some exercise in. I gotta get some exercise in. Well, well, you go do that. You go edit as well. And now I'm gonna go back to bed. We'll be back next week, guys. Episode two, three, four. We're out of here. Boom. Music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. HTTP colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash.